Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tales from the Abyss. I am Jay Linderman. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to me today for an extra episode this week. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, we dropped an episode last night on the Star Wars movie series where me and a special guest, Rennie Rodriguez, listed our favorite films from worst to first in the Star Wars franchise. In other words, it went from number 11 to number 1. But if you haven't heard it, please check that out. But because we were so busy last night trying to get Star Wars in, we didn't make any sports picks. But folks, before we get into these sports picks, I I just want to say one thing. Um, If you gamble, please do it responsibly. Uh, I know gambling can be addiction and it can be harmful to you, family, friends, and others. So please, please do it responsibly. Um, I do know... you know, I'm not a professional a professional gambler. I do not do this as any sort of living. It's more of a hobby. I grew up with sports. I grew up around sports. I have an older brother that was a football manager uh, under Bill Curry at University of Alabama, uh, who later became a head football coach uh, in, in high school. I currently have a nephew who is a football manager uh, down in Statesboro, Georgia, for the Georgia Southern Eagles. Uh, my father took me to sporting events all my life. My uncles, they did the same thing. I mean, I grew up all around it, so it's all just a hobby. I do not do this for a living whatsoever, but I do enjoy analyzing games and data and stats and stuff like that. So hopefully we can try to line your pockets this weekend because last weekend was decent, but this weekend will be the first weekend where I really start keeping track, and I hope to drop a sports episode, at least a quick one, every Friday for weekend picks And then uh, the following week, I'll be given results from those picks. So starting this week, we are keeping track. And what we're going to do, we're going to start off in NCAA football this week. I'll tell you what, the season really really starting to kick into gear. A lot of conference matchups are happening. Things starting to get really exciting here in the next few weeks. We're going to be separating the men from the boys. But as far as this week, we are going to have four games that I'm going to pick and call out. So here we go. All right, the Tennessee Volunteers travel to Baton Rouge to take on a kind of a surprising LSU team. Uh, LSU team is only a few seconds away, really, from being undefeated. Uh, But they come out in the first half and they look sluggish. Meanwhile, Tennessee is playing lights out, really good football, However, it is hard to win at LSU Stadium in Baton Rouge. It is hard to win there. I don't care if it's a noon kickoff like this game or if it's a night game down there. It is hard to win in Baton Rouge. But the line on this game is Tennessee Volunteers minus three, and I like that line. I think Tennessee does win this game as they get ready to head into their match with, uh, I believe it's Alabama next week, to be honest. But uh, anyway, I think Tennessee goes in LSU. Uh, I don't think they roll over them. I think LSU will will uh, put up a fight. But yeah, give me Tennessee minus three, especially without the half-point hook. That way, if Tennessee wins by a field goal, you have a push, meaning you don't win, but you don't lose either. You get your money back. So yeah, Tennessee minus three. Uh, the Kansas Jayhawks are hosting the... TCU Horn Frogs and the Kansas Jayhawks are 5 and 0. They have won a lot of people money this year. 
and they are surprising. I've watched them play before. They I like watching their offense. They have a very fast offense. Uh, TCU is favored in this game at minus seven. Give me the Kansas Jayhawks at plus seven, baby. Keep that money train rolling. I think, if anything, Kansas is going to lose by less than a touchdown. So, yeah, Kansas Jayhawks at plus seven. The Utah Utes uh, actually go into Los Angeles to play UCLA. Uh, Chip Kelly-led team that is another one of those teams that's surprisingly good. And if you guys ever remember... Uh, we did pick several weeks ago. I had Utah in the college football Final Four, but they stubbed their toe a little bit against Florida in the opening game, a game in which they should have won because Florida has looked like a bag of assholes ever since. So, just give me Utah money line straight up. The odds are at minus 170, so it's a little high. So all you big bettors out there, uh, you might want to parlay it with something so you can get better odds. However, Utah money line seems like a safe bet to me here. So give me Utah. Um, uh, Utah, I'm telling you, they're they're on the verge. They could get back in this thing. If they can beat UCLA this week and then beat USC next, next week, it's a tall order, but it can be done. But uh, I'll take uh, Utah money line straight up. But if you want some better odds, the line on this is Utah minus 3.5. The only reason I went money line is because I think it's going to be close. And then my last college football pick for the weekend, the Alabama Crimson Tide host the struggling Texas A&M Aggies. On paper, when the season started, people looked at this game as a huge game, mainly because Jimbo Fisher was talking shit in the offseason about Bama head coach Nick Saban. Don't know why. I mean, I know A&M beat Bama last year down in College Station, but... uh, Last time I checked, Alabama went in the national title game and Texas A&M did it. However, this game, this year the game's in Tuscaloosa, T-Town. The line is Alabama minus 24. Give me that all day. It looks like Bryce Young, who was hurt last week at Arkansas, is going to play. Uh, I think Saban is pissed off at Jimbo Fisher, and I think he's going to show it on the football field down in Tuscaloosa. So give me Alabama minus 24. So here's the four NCAA games. Just to, re, just to repeat here, make sure everybody got it. Tennessee minus three, Kansas plus seven, Utah money line, straight up, Alabama minus 24. So there you go, folks. There's your four plays for college football. And let's head over to the National Football League. And here we go. Uh, we have five plays on this one. So, let's get to it. All right, the NFL, here we go. The Atlanta Falcons are headed to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks uh, with the lead in the division on the line, <laughs> believe it or not. The Falcons and Bucks are both 2-2. Two and two. Atlanta's offense is starting to click. I'm not a big fan of Marcus Mariota, uh, and I'm, I'm hoping we start the rookie Desmond Ritter soon. But, yeah, um, the Falcons are – the line on this is at plus 10, so – uh, the well, Tampa Bay minus ten, Falcons plus ten. I mean, t- I mean, Bucks are already giving the Falcons ten points, and every single one of the Falcons games this year has been tight. So yeah, give me the Falcons at plus ten on this one. And I know earlier this season I was kind of hard on the Falcons, saying they're a bunch of clowns. Well, after they blew that game against New Orleans, I think I had every right to feel that way. But it looks like they're trying to change it, so we'll see. 
All right, the Los Angeles Chargers, if you remember, was my Super Bowl pick this year. Head to Cleveland to take on the Browns, who just lost to the same Falcons last week. Line on this is the Chargers minus two and a half. Um, in my opinion, I think that's a little bit low, but I think it's low because the Chargers have had uh, injury issues, and plus the game's in Cleveland. Uh, people forget, as bad as Cleveland has been in the past 15 to 20 years, their fan base has never wavered. They've, they're still selling out every home game. However... Uh, the Browns are reeling a little bit, too, in my opinion, and I think the Chargers should win by a field goal or more, so give me the Chargers at minus 2.5. Some books I have at minus 2, but if you can get it minus 2, take it all day. Even at 2.5, I'd take it, but I'd feel safer with minus 2, so you have to deal with the that half point, what's called the hook. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that. So the Dallas Cowboys... Uh, visit Los Angeles to take on the defending champion Los Angeles Rams. Rams are favored in this at minus five and a half. Other than them playing at home, I don't know why. Give me Cowboys plus five and a half all day. Cooper Rush is managing this offense. He's not a superstar by any means, but he's managing this offense. I think the Cowboys need to try to get some sort of running game going. Ezekiel Elliott is a fantasy football killer, and he's doing it again this year. Uh, the other running back, Tony Pollard, I think has a chance to get going. It just hasn't happened yet. But that Dallas defense is for real, and they're stingy. Meanwhile, the Rams are struggling on all parts of the football, all over the field. I don't know what they're going to do. I had the Rams and the Chargers in the Super Bowl this year, but the Rams right now look like maybe age is sitting in or something. I don't know. They they just don't look like they have it together. And I still don't think they'll have it together this week. So give me the Cowboys at plus five and a half. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles traveled to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals have looked pretty good in the second half of games, but looked awful in the first half. The Eagles all around have looked great, in my opinion. The line on this is the Eagles at minus five. Give it to me. Eagles minus five. I... I mean, it's hard to tell. I honestly think this is going to be a little bit of a close game, but I think the Eagles win is going to be about less than a touchdown. Um, I mean, will it be more than a field goal? I think it'll be close, but give me the Eagles minus five. And my last NFL pick of the weekend, the Green Bay Packers. And hang on just one second. Yep, excuse me. The Green Bay Packers are hosting the New York Giants. In London. That's right. Second straight week, we have a London game. If you remember last week, in that same London game, and on that same field, the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings played a tight one where the Saints lost, lost after a double doing off the goalpost. It was amazing to see. If you haven't, look it up on YouTube or something. It would have won a game. It would have been a 61-yard field goal from Will Lutz of the Saints. And it bounced off the upright down to the crossbar and then onto the field without going in. Tough loss. But this week, I think this week's London game could be tight too. The line on it is Green Bay minus eight. The Giants have been surprising. Uh, Saquon Barkley is starting to turn into the running back that we all thought he could be. That Giants defense, I think, is underrated. Uh, Green Bay doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't have too much of an offense. They can't, they can't quite figure out what to do without having Devontae Adams with Aaron Rodgers. So give me the Giants 
at plus eight. And in some books, they have them at plus nine. But if you can get them at plus nine, perfect. But plus eight, I'd take it there too. So the Giants at plus nine. So there you have it, folks, for the NFL. The Atlanta Falcons at plus 10. The Los Angeles Chargers at minus two. Dallas Cowboys at plus five and a half. Philadelphia Eagles at minus five. And the New York Giants at plus nine. All right, folks, we have one more prediction. Uh, the NHL hockey season starts next Tuesday, believe it or not. It seems just like yesterday that the Colorado Avalanche hoisted that Stanley Cup, uh, which is actually the second in their history, I believe. Uh, and now here we are, start of the NHL season. And speaking of the defending champion Colorado Avalanche, they will be traveling to Calgary my team, the Calgary Flames, for their opening game, and it's a Calgary Flames team that has gone through a complete overhaul, but trust me, it's for the better. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to predict this year's Stanley Cup Final. So here we go, and out of the East, I am going with the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina was actually good last year. Um... I felt like that they had a chance to make the cup this past year, but, you know, that dynasty, yes, I said dynasty out there in the East, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, you know, they got hot in the playoffs again and they took it to the cup. But, yeah, I think I like Carolina. I think they have a solid team. They got some scores. They play some solid defense. Uh, I just like them here. I really do. They – they were a little underrated last year, and I think they're going to be better this year. So give me the Carolina Hurricanes out of the East and out of the West. This was hard. I'm not going to lie, because the Edmonton Oilers are very good. They had two of the top scoring uh, two of the top scoring players in the NHL on the same team with Dry and Connor McDavid. So it's hard. But the Calgary Flames um they lost their top goal scorer from last year in Johnny Goudreau. They lost their arguably the heart and soul of the team, Matthew Kachuk, in a trade to Florida. However, in that same trade, the Flames got Jonathan Huberdeau. Uh, they got Uyghur defensivemen. They went out and signed Kadri from the Avalanche. So, out of the West, I'm going with my Calgary Flames. So, there you go. The Stanley Cup Final. Calgary Flames versus Carolina Hurricanes. Folks, that's going to do it here for me at uh, Tales from the Abyss as we did some sports picks. Hope to be doing this again next Friday. Uh, we'll be going over results from this week's picks next week as well. So I hope everybody has a great, safe, and happy weekend. Godspeed and be safe.